Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The, uh, <laughs> is it time? Is it time, Maddie? Is it time to, to talk about him? Them, Ty. Them, 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 them. <laughs> them. Not just him, it's a team. It's a team, that's right. Yes. It's a team. It's not just one guy. There's no I in team. Last time I checked. It's a, a full 53-man squad plus practice squad plus injured reserve plus coaching staff plus front office people plus owners plus ticket Walmart. people. All of them. Yeah, Walmart. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Walmart. Yeah. The Denver Broncos, folks, they have lost again. They're what now? Three and six? Am I right? Yes, they're three and, they're six. Three and six, and the Seahawks are penciled in to have the number seven draft pick at the moment. That uh, would be nice. But, Maddie, looking at their schedule coming up and considering that they, uh, <laughs> I mean, like they have the Raiders and the Panthers in the next two games, but after that, which, it gets uh, pretty... by the way, Hackett said, uh, Hackett's gone like full, um, this is bad. He's like just being fully honest. He, yeah. he he's like one of us has to win. Like with both bad teams, one of us. Has so to win. so they're so definitely going. Yeah, they're definitely going to tie on Sunday after that comment. All right. So then the the Broncos are going to be three six and one. And Maddie, I think that the Seahawks might end up picking even higher than number seven when this is all said and done, considering well, the way things are going right now. Well, yeah, because then after the so like you've got two and seven Raiders and three and seven at Panthers, and then yeah. It's Ravens, Chiefs, <coughs> Cardinals, Rams, Chiefs, Chargers, which is, I yeah. mean, all of those teams are at their best, very tough tests. So, yeah. And, you know, they get, they lose 17 10 to a Titans team who's 
Defence especially is playing great football. Mm-hmm. Wilson's 21 for 42, 286 yards, one touchdown, one interception. And there was just that really rough uh, fourth down play. It's just obviously not working well for them. And kind of yeah. like a lost season, Jerry Judy gets hurt. KJ Hamler's yep. hurt. Yeah. Uh, they've obviously got an uh, injured offensive line. Yep. Billy Turner, hit a lot. Billy Turner, I think, is out for the year now. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like you said, Ty, a top 10 pick, definitely, you know, that could soon be a top five pick. Like, th- this is like bad in Denver. And that defense is playing really hard. But again, it's testament to Evero that they're still sustaining the effort. But how mm. long that can be sustained for, I don't know. It's still the NFL where ultimately it's a business. And if you're three and six playing for pride, there's only so much like that can be yeah. sustained. Yeah. And we talked about how like the trade of Bradley Chubb might impact, you know, the way that guys feel there in the in the locker room as well. Um but yeah, you know, this is uh this is bad and, and Russ especially looks dejected. I've never seen him like this. I've never seen him like this. Like so going back to that, you know, fourth quarter, the last drive that they had in Tennessee, before he throws the pick, he gets sacked from behind, fumbles the ball. And uh, a Titans player landed on it, but it kind of squirted out and like it was still loose at the bottom of the pile. But Russ just kind of gave up and he's like slapping his hands. He's kind of yelling, stuff like that. And then he just walks off. He just walks off the field and and one of the linemen, I think, has to go over and be like, dude, like we got the ball, like come back. Like Russ doesn't typically act like act that way, right? He usually is like, you know, any sliver of chance that we have to win this game i'm you know fully invested in it and he just he doesn't look like he's fully invested right now and then in that press conference afterwards i mean he just sounded like he sounds sadder and sadder and sadder with each press conference that he does and i mean it makes sense they keep on losing and i'm sure he's going through it right now like they all are but this is not the same like ignore the noise you know, there's still a chance type of, you know, like you got to have amnesia type of Russ, right? This isn't that same dude. It's very clear that he's just not the same guy right now. You know, it's kind of disarming, like how quickly it's, it's sort of unraveled. And and mm-hmm. like you said, it's, it's jarring to see Russ so unrush like like, you yeah. know, really, really weird. Uh, along with it still being a bit weird to see him, not in a Seahawks uniform. Um Mm-hmm. And now, and now it comes out. You know the leaks have already already started. Um, yeah. On ninety two point five FM Altitude Sports Radio Denver, Tyler Palumbus says Russ is losing his mind out there. He's using audibles from the Seahawks. The guys don't know the audibles. He's using code words that the guys don't know. Which, like, okay. And then that's uh, really concerning. Which again, that's like what's going on with Russ. Like you know. And then, he and then, like, 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 seriously, like, I'm not trying to, like, you know, mess around here or anything. Like, is he, like, legitimately concussed or something? And, like, he shouldn't be playing right now? Like, what's going on there? And then, uh, and then also, apparently, uh, Columbus heard that the, the, the first cracks in the relationship between Russ and Hackett emerged over what style of offense and what kind of offense they want to run, which we've heard this before. Which, like, given in September, Peter King, in his article, 
uh, <laughs> for MB Sports, he wrote that. Um, Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus you know, Hackett and, and Russ had a, a crazy relationship, kind of relationship he wanted with his play caller and play author. And Wilson thinks it's the perfect place to spend his second half of his career there because of Hackett and his relationship. And he considers Hackett a football savant. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's wild how quickly that's unraveled. But then, you know, that's what happens when you lose. Losing ain't fun and bad things come out. That's not unique to... Well, and, and I'm Russell sure Russ is seeing, and I'm sure Russ is seeing everything that's going on on social media and everything, all the dunking on him and all that. And I'm sure that's having a legitimate impact on his mental health. Like, so mm-hmm. yeah, I can see how that can kind of snowball really quickly into frustration, and him, you know, taking that out on guys like Nathaniel Hackett, whether that's their fault or not, you know. So it, it all makes sense. And then you pair that with the report from Benjamin Albright the other day that. Russ wants shoddy, which is crazy because, you know, uh, our, our former coworker Corbin reported, you know, a few months ago that Russ was the one, Russ and his team were the ones that wanted shoddy out of Seattle. So yeah. there's a lot of, there's a lot of conflicting info there. And it just like, th- this is a mess, man. And I don't know if it's a matter of like, you know, maybe he did want shoddy out, but now he's trying to repair that bridge and, you know, whatever, and, and try to mend that relationship and, and get shoddy to Denver. But like, if he also is doing that behind the scenes while Hackett is still the coach, like that's, <laughs> there, there, there's so much there to, to unpack. It's just, there, there's, there's no recovering from that for this particular team in 2022. And I think just considering like everything that's coming out now, just the, the vibes in that locker room sound awful and that seems like something that's just going to continue to snowball and snowball and snowball until they end the season you know with like four or five wins like that's that seriously seems like where they're they're heading right like they're only going to win like one or two more games the way that they're playing right now yeah i don't know how you know the combination of the signs that the relationship's deteriorating the leaks coming out losing not being fun and then obviously having injuries, which they happen league-wide, but they're getting banged up in the wrong areas. Yeah. I don't know how they turn it around. It seems, like you said, one or two wins from here on out, and it's only just beginning, really. Like, new ownership group, you know, 
they're probably still working out how to be owners in football, but would they make a change of uh, making Hackett one and done? You know, are they going to wait it out? We're going to find out a lot about them and their early ownership style. I think, mm. yeah, I, I don't know how many wins Hackett would need to stay on. Like, how much of a say does Russell Wilson have in that when, you know, he is they signed to a long term, yeah. big, big contract with not an easy out. So, the only thing that they can do at this point is do whatever they can to fix Russ because they can't get out of it for at least, you know, the next couple of years. Uh, so they have to do whatever they can to fix Russ because yeah. otherwise every single year is going to look, look like this. Yeah. And the guy who's, who really did work out the best stuff for Russ's game was Brian Schottenheimer. Now mm-hmm. we'll see because that's the obvious choice. And, you know, Ben Albright is reporting that. But, yes, like you said, you know, our former colleague, Corbin Smith, like he he tweeted out that Russ wanted, uh, he he had a report that Russ wanted Shotty gone. Yeah. And fought for that. So yeah. we'll, we'll find out. We'll, we'll find out. Which is, again, we've already found out that, you know, Pete was probably on the, the right end of uh, his his approach with Wilson. Like I said, it's like we said, we'd find out a lot from Russ being in Denver, and we are doing. Like, I don't want to get in too far into hyperbole here, but I mean, if they do end up getting a top five pick out of this, that's the worst trade in, in NFL history, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it would depend on, you know, maybe next year it bounces back. Like, I, I said, yeah. um, this is definitely I, I I think the you worst should see Rust. Yeah, when we're looking at Russ's era and like uh, tying that all into the overall trade discourse, I think we should only look at the years that he had left on his contract when he was traded. And so that's two, right? He had two left. So I guess so this year and next year, that's what we basically judge that off of. And so I mean it's just it's not looking good whatsoever. By the way, show end of line here in the um uh in the chat says I, I hope they don't poach waldron as head coach uh talking about denver i don't think shane waldron wants anything to do with that quite frankly and i also don't know if like russ wants anything to do with shane waldron like i don't know no. what their relationship was like it yeah, didn't seem like, like a, a good one particularly I mean, supposedly russell had a big say in waldron becoming the uh he you know he was involved in that oc hiring process post shotty mm-hmm but the whole, you know, I mean, it's over. Uh, it's been over talked about because that's the nature of the the media business. But the right. whole wristband thing, and the suggestion that you know Russ wasn't always listening to what Shane Waldron wanted to do, I think that that suggests there's a bit of tension between the two. Which you know, why do you go and meet a head coach? But also, like getting Russ back to you know more like his top tier self. Mm-hmm. Even though we, you know we've seen his peak, but getting him back to you know playing good football—that's like getting him back to just class. average. Yeah, like you just got to get him back to average because right now he's like he's been a bottom six, bottom seven quarterback this year. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge task getting him back to that spot. So you know yeah. if you're if you're a first time head coach, do you want to take that? Like some guys would love the challenge, but I think Waldron, with his experience with Russ, maybe would be a bit um shy of that yeah i think it needs to be someone that's been around the block like it can't be a first-time head coach 
Yeah. And I mean, like Shoddy has kind of been around the block, but he hasn't been an NFL head coach, right? Like, yeah, Shotty, Shotty's really obvious, except for Corbin's report. So, yeah, 